guys, I'm Neely, and welcome to the Sorry Mom and Dad podcast, the podcast where myself and my guests will tell you stories about times that we have disappointed our parents in an attempt to make you feel better about times that you may have disappointed your parents. We've all been there. We've all had that, oops, sorry, mom and dad moment in our minds, Um, be it your first tattoo to wrecking your car to wrecking their car. The possibilities are truly endless, Um, and anybody that I have talked to about this podcast concept has instantly been able to recall a time in their mind that they were thinking, sorry mom and dad. First things first, let's get this out of the way. My two faithful listeners, mom and dad, who are, I'm certain, my only listeners at this point on the first episode of Sorry Mom and Dad podcast. Sorry mom and dad, I started a podcast and I have never been one to hide anything from the internet. I am no stranger to YouTube, to Facebook Live, with anything that I have been up to, but I'm sure if you know me, this title... This, the title of this podcast may come as a shock to you, um, but if you are close to me, you are not at all surprised, and you are fist pumping because I have to decided <laughs> I have decided to announce this in a podcast, which is insane. I should set up a Patreon um, right now, just purely because you all know my business, um, but we will get into all of that when our story begins. Um, A little about myself at this moment. I am from the great state of Texas in the DFW Metroplex. If at any point during my podcast you hear strange noises, it is because I have a lovely little dog named Ruka who is obsessed with me and will not leave me alone. She is currently sitting in my lap, looking like a little gremlin. Um, In case you were wondering, that's what happens when a toy Pomeranian and a rat terrier create a small spawn. You get a gremlin, and so that is her breed. That is what she is. I do not feed her after midnight, in case you were wondering. So, I... I I guess I'm going to hop into this story. I'm going to make it as conversational and fun for you as possible if you think this is absolutely the worst idea for a podcast and that I have nothing entertaining to offer you. You're probably right. (laughs) I don't, I don't, this might be the worst thing I've ever done, but I will tell you that no matter what, this first episode is making it to the internet and, um, I would love for you to try and listen to the end of this story. If you don't, I completely understand. I just learned how to make a simple RSS feed last night around midnight um, using the Google. So that's where I'm at. I don't want to edit this audio for the first podcast because of the timeliness of the story. And I, I don't know, honestly, if I can figure out this application quick enough that I am using. (laughs) So I think that we're just going to roll with it. And, and I, I truly think that you will either think this is the the best 
podcast to ever come from a a sticker covered MacBook and a 22 year old girl um, that has ever happened, or the worst, um, which I would not blame you for either. So let's start off with a thank you to mom and stepdad and dad and stepmom for, first of all, not actually being disappointed in me, or at least not to my own knowledge disappointed in me, um, and for not panicking when I said I was starting a podcast. Um, I'm kidding. They they did a little bit, have a, a lot of questions when I said I was starting a podcast, but... <clears throat> For all intents and purposes, they were nothing but supportive, amazing parents. I would like to start this story at the proudest day of my parents' lives, which is the day that I graduated from college with my Bachelor of Arts in Journalism exactly one year ago on May 13th. First of all, patting myself on the back um, for one full year of being a has-been. What an exciting time to be a has-been for 365 full days. Um, my parents were super proud of me that day. I know it. I actually made my father cry. What a fantastic time. He doesn't do that. Don't tell him I told you that he did that. Um, it was just a magical day all around for our entire family. I will say that I was feeling very prepared at graduation because I had actually landed a sick internship. And by sick internship, I mean the kind where they pay you. I had had paid internships. I had had unpaid internships. But this was a paid internship with the opportunity to stay within the DFW Metroplex Honestly, just everything that you could have wanted out of an internship. Um, I had such a fantastic time there. It was at a newspaper. I had such amazing mentors. I was having the best summer of my life. I was getting to drive to big cities in the metro, work with large companies, do the writing that I wanted to do. A picture dream job for yourself, whatever that looks like. I mean... I'd, are you where wherever that may be like my dream job is in Australia being a llama yoga instructor I would honestly be shocked if some kind of job like that did not exist in some corner of the country um but but you know you get the point just you know your dream job picture that in your mind right now I'm gonna give you a moment we're just gonna deep breath in deep breath out that dream job, you know, where your life would feel amazing and complete. I, I, we all know what that is for us. So that's, that's what this internship was for me. Unfortunately, it was, it was coming to a close at the end of the summer and I knew they wouldn't have any full-time positions available for me, which just so happens to be the time that my dear friend, former college classmate, and work wife now, Linda, messaged me on Facebook um, because we weren't that close and we didn't have each other's phone numbers, but um, we were definitely friends in college. So 
she reached out to me via a Facebook message and asked if I would like a job. Of course I would love a job, Linda, <laughs> is uh, what I sent her. I did let her know that my internship was coming to an end and that a job would be fantastic, please and thank you, with a side of fries. I would love a job. So I sent her all of my information so that she could pass it along to her editors, and she did. And it, it worked out instantly. I had a fantastic interview, and I actually landed that job that I would consider the dream job. I am officially teaching llama yoga in Australia is what this job is. It's fantastic. Um, so let me tell you about starting this job. Linda and I, um, were not best friends at this point. We were friends and we knew of each other and she was so excited for me when I interviewed and we knew that it went well. So it was my first day on the job and this moment sticks out to me so much because we hadn't chatted a ton about personal matters or anything like that. Um, but we instantly just started talking about, you know, what, what is your Lama yoga teaching in Australia job? And she told me that uh, hers was publishing and we just had a great day um, learning about how they, or I had a great day. Um, with her teaching me how to, you know, go through their processes and, and just how they did business. And I loved it. At lunchtime, we drove to a firehouse subs. And I don't remember what we got, but I just remember that being such a good day. And I, I think I got to drink Big Red or something. Does, is that a beverage that firehouse subs even carries? Maybe Mr. Pibb? I don't know. It, it was one of the good beverages that comes out of those, um, you know, the soda fountain machines that have touchscreens now because everything has to be a touchscreen because it's, we're so 2018. You know, you're familiar with the soda fountain. Um, Google it if you're not, and if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, you think I'm crazy and you haven't been anywhere this year. Um, these are the things that stick out to me. I've already gotten hung up on so many small details. This is how I imagine the rest of this podcast going, and I'm really excited about it, honestly. Um, so time passes. I had started that job actually last August, and as time passes, a lot of other things started happening in my life. I went apartment hunting with my father, for my own place, my first place living on my own. I was ready to take on the world as a grown adult-ish woman. As the 20-somethings are nowadays. Adult-ish. <laughs> so I, I found a place and about a week before I moved into my place, my car broke down forever. Uh, while I was on event, I, I don't even know what kind of event it was. I believe I was at, you know what, I was on an event learning about flying cars and the future of, of travel and navigation. Thank you, Uber Elevate, for giving me that lesson. Um, you wild, wild 
wild space cowboys. I walked out of that event, and the valet at that event had broken my car. And when I say broken my car, I mean my car was maybe worth $500, and the repairs were quite a lot of money. <laughs> Definitely not worth the vehicle. Um, so that means I've gotten my dream job. I've found a place to live. I'm so sorry. I just smashed the microphone. I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> I have, uh, landed the dream job. I have found a place to live with an amazing view and my car has broken down. The first sorry mom and dad I would like to give out is on the night that my car broke down. I knew something was up because I was led to my car by the valet instead of my car being pulled around front. And he handed me my key and I got in and my car would not start. Not even the thought of a sound would come out of this vehicle. Um, so I had to call my dad who had actually not even been home from work yet. Uh, he hadn't slept in a full day and he had to drive out to me to try and save me from being stranded um it didn't work <laughs> I was definitely stranded we had to call a tow truck for the very nice tow truck man uh he actually sat on his ipad for about 45 minutes to one hour trying to YouTube ways that he could think to fix my car. Um, he was trying to be so helpful and not actually tow my car away, which I'm super appreciative of. Let me just take a, a quick water break sip. This is some ASMR for you guys, maybe. Okay. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but it felt nice. <laughs> so anyway... I did get my car towed that night. I thought it was the end of the world. I actually had to buy a new car on top of all the things going on. I'm not complaining about buying a new car. I was definitely due for a new car. Um, but it was just a lot of financial responsibility in my mind as a 22-year-old who had just landed her first full-time job at a paper. I don't know if you know anything about newspapers right now or journalists in general, but that journalist salary in today's economy is not what it should be. <laughs> That's an opinion I have. Uh, maybe you think it is what it should be, but um, it, it, that, that's quite a lot of financial responsibility for a journalist and especially a young journalist. Um, but it all worked out, of course. Thanks, Mom and Dad, uh, for that one. Uh, we got it all figured out. Life was in order. Things are going well. Got to attend so many other fabulous events and just put on fabulous events. And when I say that being a reporter is, is hard, I'm talking... At this point, I am a reporter and a photographer, and I could do video, and Linda and I were taking on marketing and ad design projects, and I just, managing social media, doing so many amazing things, 
we even had created a meme for our company that went viral. It was amazing. Um, we ended up getting something close to, I want to say like 500 to a thousand or some insane number. I want to say it was probably closer to 500 just original page likes from viral marketing. If you haven't tried viral marketing, drink the Kool-Aid, try it. It's honestly, you just have to get lucky, but worth a try in my opinion. So absolute just dream. I'm talking, I get to wear my favorite Nine West heels to every event. It, if you have a pair of favorite Nine West heels, or I guess if you're a man, that's some kind of leather, some stress shoe. What is your favorite kind of shoe if you're a man? I need, where is this posted? Can you comment down below? I don't even know where we are right now to ask if that's how we're doing this. If you are a man with a favorite kind of shoe and there's a comment section somewhere, please let me know what it is. Also, thank you for still being here. We are about, we're about 15 minutes in and I'm, I'm just proud that, that we're still here at this point. <laughs> anyway, things are going extremely well. I love it. You've already read the title of this video. You're like, there is impending doom ahead. You're quite right, my friend. The end is nigh. <laughs> so, I, uh, we just continue doing these amazing projects and building these amazing relationships, and we are killing it left and right. And then there are ripples in the workplace. And I, <clears throat> I will not legally, like for legal reasons, discuss any of the ripples in any of the workplace. And also, there is no bad blood between myself and this entire establishment and everyone that works there. Love them all so much. We are all still so fine. As we all know, print and journalism are dying, and sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. And enter the sorry mom and dad day. It is not um, this past Monday. Let me check my phone here. I'm sorry you're about to hear this. I need to refer to a calendar because I'm not prepared to tell you this story. Shameful. Okay, so it's Monday, May 7th. I have worked a full day. I have planned something new. And marketing-wise, I'm creating new graphics. I'm living my best life. I'm up on that LinkedIn, connecting like a young professional, which I am. And then 4 o'clock rolls around. And my boss asked to see me, which I thought was strange, as it was 4 p.m. on a Monday. And I instantly had a, a panic in my soul, and I didn't know what to do about it. Um, I went to walk into her office, and she said, no, we'll go to the conference room instead. In response, I believe my entire body shut down, and I blacked out. <laughs> it was a terrible time. 
Um, but I sat down still hopeful that maybe this was a discussion about a raise or perhaps getting into film as I had just spoken with my editor about doing some some video work and I was so excited to tackle new projects and new things. No, no. I, I was handed a layoff notice. I wish I had sound effects here so we could all boo together and be sad or cry. Um, sorry, Mom and Dad, I got laid off. <sighs> Those are the next phone calls I made after this. So our story continues. I get this paperwork. I, um, you know, I'm going through it, doing all these types of legal things, etc., etc., and then I, I realize that I'm going to have to pack my items in front of all of my amazing work friends and, most sadly of all, Linda, um, is my thought. Like, how am I, how am I going to tell my work wife that I am no longer her work wife? That is a terrifying relationship to end if you've never done so. I hope you don't have to. So I, I sat down at my desk. My eyes were were a little teary and Linda texts me over to my monitor and I I texted her back and I say well she and texted me something panicky like what just happened um is everything okay I was panicking you didn't have your phone I couldn't ask you what happened in that meeting and I texted her back and I said Linda I'm going to I'm going to tell you what just happened and you're not going to freak out. And then you're going to calmly walk over to my desk. And we are going to pack my items. Because I was just laid off. <laughs> Again, no bad blood. Um, unfortunately, papers, that is a tough biz to be in. And I was the least tenured person on the, or tenured is that the right word? I had been on with the editorial staff for the least amount of time, so it definitely did make a lot of sense. Um, and I 100% I understand, and everybody there is, we're all cool, and things are fine. But <laughs> Linda picked up, <laughs> she picked up a box to come help me. <laughs> she picked it up very calmly. And then she all of a sudden set it down so abruptly and sat down at her desk again and starts furiously typing over to me and send me another message and she's like, I don't understand. What's going on? What do you mean? And I text her back and I'm like, it's fine. We're just going to be calm and we're going to pack up my items and it's all going to be okay. Um, so we did and by the end of me having everything packed up, all of my work friends had realized what was happening, and so everyone had a box, and we crammed into the elevator, and we said our, our tearful goodbyes at, at my car in the parking garage, and then I realized I have to call my parents <laughs> and tell them I was laid off from my first job out of college. They are going to be so disappointed. First of all, because I don't think anyone was pleased about me going into journalism knowing what they know about my salary and how the industry is and that layoffs happen often. And second, because 
I still have bills to pay, friends. <laughs> so the first person that I called was my mom and she didn't answer. No, no, I'm sorry. I The first person I texted, I, I texted my stepdad and I said, I was just laid off. And then I, um, he called and I couldn't answer or it didn't go through. And I got a text from my mom that just said, Casey says to call. And I was like, oh no, I'm sorry, mom and dad. So I called him and I explained the situation. And we instantly just started talking about ways that we could solve the, the problem of unemployment, I suppose. So the problem of unemployment. The whole world speculates together. <laughs> and then I, it, it was a normal conversation, I feel. And then I called my dad. And I told him the situation and he, <laughs> we had a conversation just discussing what I was going to do about bills and as far as work, etc., etc. And before we hang up the phone, he just says, no, but that's good to go, though. It's, everything's good to go. And then he said, well, I mean, you know, getting fired isn't good to go, but it's, it's all, it's going to be good to go. And... <laughs> Honestly, it's so relatable, Father, that you said that. Um, and so that's how we're tackling it. And um, to further sorry, Mom and Dad, my parents, here are all the things that I am doing right now. After the big layoff, I honestly wish I had sound effects. So every time I say layoff, we could all just hear boo together, but I don't. One day, soon. Maybe if I figure this out before then, you'll be like, what are you talking about? There were sound effects. I, I'm doubtful. Don't count on that, please. I mean, I'm speaking from the past, but just you in the future, don't be disappointed if you didn't hear any sound effects, because I probably just never figured it out. Um, no, but so right now I have done, let me open the good old apps up on my telephone, and I will tell you some of what I have been doing to make money. Basically, I ended up having, I did parts delivery with one of my stepdad's companies. After that, I ended up working at my stepdad's restaurant, which honestly, so much harder than I thought it would be. Um, working customer service again after not working customer service for so long. I love working in customer service, don't get me wrong, but having a, a cushy office job where you get to sit for the majority of the time and write and do something you went to college for for three years, um, for, for one whole entire year, if you include my internship experience, wow, just wow. So much harder. I have cleaned the co-working space that I work on my magazine project out of. I interviewed at a so-called restaurant, which is a whole, whole other story for a different time. <laughs> Not this podcast, because we are rounding out that 30-minute mark. I have also 
taken up the Uber Eats delivery driver position as well as the WAG dog walking service. Some other things I'm considering are TaskRabbit. Um, I am pet sitting a little bit on the side. There are just so many things I'm doing. My friends are all talking about things. I'm, I'm currently not, not stressed about, you know, bill situation and things like that. Um, but this is definitely the story of the time that I was laid off from my first full-time job out of college. One of the jobs I was the most proud of. <laughs> Unfortunately, life happens all the time and doesn't stop. Um, but I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, for being laid off from my first full-time job and calling you with my troubles 24-7. We are figuring it out and everything's going to be okay. Finally, thanks mom and dad for supporting all of the wildness that I have been doing following that event and also for letting me work at your restaurant, even though maybe you shouldn't. I have already made three really terrible milkshakes <laughs> at this job, so maybe I'm not cut out for it. If you want to, you can follow the Sorry Mom and Dad podcast on Facebook. Just search Sorry Mom and Dad podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Sorry Podcast. And if you have any suggestions for what you would like to hear or a story that you would like to hear about yourself on the podcast, go ahead and shoot me an email over to sorrymadpodcast at gmail.com. Sorry, M-A-D, podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on our website, www.sorrymadpodcast.com, sorry, M-A-D, podcast.com. I don't have a Patreon or anything like that at the moment, um, but we will see how it goes and how the editing and software and everything like that goes. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And sorry, mom and dad.